Hi folks and thanks for listening to this Tortoise Shack podcast. A little bit of housekeeping before we kick off. Obviously I'm asking you to join us and keep this show on the road. The Tortoise Shack has no ads, no sponsors. You won't be interrupted by some gobda telling you why you need to work for KPMG or some other Egypt telling you why Ishka Aaron is now the new name for Irish Water. All of that nonsense. And I have to say, I rail against it. I, I despise it. Podcasting was supposed to be democratic it was supposed to be open it's been absolutely corporatized by the likes of Acast and go loud and that's not the tortoise shack we want to continue to have the conversations that we believe matter the thousands of you listen to that will inform you with voices on the ground like we're doing at the moment and continually day after day in gaza but the only way we can do that is if you support us so go to patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack the link is at the top of the podcast you're about to listen to Throw us the price of a fancy cup of coffee. It's the easiest bit of activism you can do. And you'll be helping us carve out that little bit of space that we need to continue to bring you the voices that you're not hearing anywhere else. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. I am going to shut up now. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Echo Chamber podcast. My name is Tony Groves. And as as we have been covering since the beginning of this conflict, and as in, indeed as we've been covering since the beginning of this podcast over six years ago, uh, we are continue to go back to Gaza to get accounts of what is happening on the ground. And one of the voices listeners will be familiar with is Dr. Rifa Alarir, uh, who, since the last time we spoke, his entire world, it's fair to say, has been turned on its head, turned upside down, in the most barbaric of ways. Uh, uh, Rifa, how are you? I know um, you've had a traumatic few days. How are you keeping there? How are your children? How is everybody else? Thank you very much, Tony. Thank you for having me. We're fine. We're uh, struggling, but we are better off than we were a couple of days ago when Israel bombed the building where uh, we live while we were in the building without a prayer. Uh, warning. We were shaken off, bruised a little bit, uh, lightly injured here and there, but and, and, uh, no serious injuries. Um, uh, sadly, our neighbor passed away with uh, two of her daughters while she was preparing uh, dinner. And yeah, we had to evacuate, rush out of our home uh, and leave everything behind, the clothes, the uh, uh, the, the, the storage of food, you know, our reserve mm-hmm. water. I was saying probably uh, on this show the last time we spoke that we we consume one quarter of what we usually do, but now we consume uh, a lot more than one quarter because we uh, our uh, reserve of food and water uh, was destroyed by Israeli missiles. Yeah, I, the last time we spoke, you spoke about the fact that you were already rationing, and now I'd imagine there's absolutely nothing to ration you're you're dependent upon what you can get in shops which seems to be very little and we know that the humani- humanitarian aid that's coming in is actually it's 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 beyond it's less than a token where you've got you know 17 trucks 20 trucks for a population of 2.3 million i think someone said it, it worked out at a bottle of water for 11,000 people uh, yeah. in in a place that needs water for 2.3 million people yeah the the thing with with the aid is that uh, it's it's highly problematic, but Israel is a master of distraction. Israel is using the aid issue as a distraction, and Biden is using it to try to appease to the Muslim and the Arab uh, Palestinian voters in America because uh, I think he's going to be punished in the coming elections. Gaza imports about 500 trucks every day on normal days. Can you imagine mm-hmm. that? 
500 trucks every day imported by Gaza. And now Gaza is besieged tightly for two weeks. And then uh, 20 trucks, half empty, uh, uh, can be be allowed to move to Bethlehem. We don't want aid. Aid is good. It's important. Thank you. Uh, Many poor people would need the... uh, this this aid, but let uh, the Rafah border uh, be opened in the mm. siege, in this aggression, so we can buy our own goods, buy our own food. But 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 even at that, like um, I think I made the point when we were tr- trading messages that nothing kills like hunger. Hunger. I'm hearing reports, and you may confirm or, or to me. I'm hearing reports of skirmishes amongst people just to get the limited resources that that exist in some of the places that are that are that are giving out food. So it it turns it turns people on themselves because obviously you know it when lim- when resources are limited, people are going to be yeah. desperate. I, I waited for four and a half hours today to get uh, bread enough for a, a day, only a day. And uh, I, people were more fighting over, you know, whose turn it is, somebody cutting in rather than on the food itself, because everybody basically is submitting to what's coming on, uh, uh, believing that if we go hungry, we go hungry uh, together. If you buy a little bit more bread, Probably it's going to suffice for one or more two days, but then we go uh, hungry uh, uh, together. And yeah, I agree with you. Nothing kills like hunger. And this famine and the Irish people have this experience with the UK, Britain, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, sponsoring and aiding and abetting uh, 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 famine uh, in uh, in Ireland, uh, in in India, in Bengal, uh, uh, in Asia. And now... Uh, the, U- the UK, Britain is, is helping Israel uh, starve, starve uh, uh, Palestinians. The thing is that things are getting worse, and even these uh, meager, uh, tiny little uh, aid that is made midway, it's not allowed to come to the Gaza city where there are more than half a million people, probably half a million, 700,000 people, still remain in the north Gaza uh, Gaza city. So those yeah. people cannot get any drop of this. Uh, uh, this. No, they've no access to. They've no access to to, to the um, meager resources that are coming in. Can I ask you? You touched upon the events of the evening. You had to leave. How catastrophic was the damage to your home? It was a. It was an apartment block that housed nearly a hundred people. Um, is is your home no longer um, somewhere where even you will help to return to someday? I, I think it's inhabitable. We managed to sneak in and uh, take a little bit of clothes here, some cans here, a little bit of water. Uh, but there were huge, massive, I can see in the pictures, massive cracks in the walls and the, the ceiling. Uh, because of the the, the two Israeli uh, missiles. It's uh, uh, uninhabitable. The engineer, my neighbor, advised me not to get inside at all because Mm. it can collapse at any moment. So we're not going to be returning to it anytime soon. It needs really substantial uh, reconstruction. 
And just um, in terms of the the loss of human life now, it's just the numbers are are incredible. We're now over five thousand people in Gaza alone have been killed. Over two thousand of them are children, and the numbers of injured are now over fifteen thousand. And the hospitals um, are unable to cope, and, and and fuel is at a premium. What on the ground right now? What a, what sort of scenes are have you seen over the last sort of 48 hours? And bearing in mind, I know you had to literally run for your life. So what sort of scenes have you witnessed yourself? Is that, uh, yeah, this is, like you said, this is a systematic Israeli uh, campaign to exterminate Palestinians. Not only just killing them in, in the thousands, but also, you know, injuring them, destroying their homes, kicking them out. When a home is destroyed, it's not only about the memories, the sentiment, and, you know, the roof over your head, but it's also about the food you already have stored, for example, and water. Probably, I told you, we can, we have reserve for about a month of fuel. Mm-hmm. We have, we have a, a generator and fuel, a reserve for probably one or two months that can keep us uh, go on for, for a long uh, time and uh, pump water to to our own homes and the homes of the, uh, the, the the families, the surrounding neighbors, and also charge their devices and keep connected with us as well. So this systematic way of silencing people, killing them, destroying infrastructure, the roads, the electricity lines, the, the water pipes, and destroying the food supplies, preventing people. Uh, I, 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 when I went to the bakery this morning, I, I bought cucumber and uh, some tomato. And I asked the, the, the guy how easy, how difficult is it? He said, it's, when I go to my farm to pick these things, it's like I am firing rockets at Israel because they can't target me. And many people were targeting in their, in their, in their fields. And regarding the number, the human toll, which is the saddest, the most tragic, we talk about 5,000, 5, mm-hmm. but there are about 1,500 people still under the rubble because yeah. Israel does not allow first responders, the fire brigade, uh, the medics to approach. Many of them were targeted. More than 20 were killed by Israel medics and first responders. And also the machinery we have is not enough. It not, doesn't suffice, you know, removing all these huge blocks of, of, of cement. So probably the number uh, can easily approach uh, uh, 7,000 with you know, uh, yeah, people I, unaccounted I, for. I, and this is and, only and, in and, weeks. This is only in two and a, two. Yeah, this is only since the seventh of October. Um, and I'm hearing heartbreaking stories of people who are under the rubble can get to their phones or are trying to ring their loved ones, but their loved ones have no chance of getting to them. Exactly. This is. When uh, my uh, I have relatives who were staying at home and hosting uh, neighbors, and they were bombed and killed instantly. As uh, they managed to uh, uh, to to take seven bodies out of the rubble, and I was told that there are many still under. They couldn't be retrieved because Israel uh, started bombing the, the area, and I just kind of forgot about them with the too many massacres and friends and people we know. And when I met a, a, a relative of mine, I said, what happened to our relatives? He said, uh, uh, 17 of them died. So this is what the news gets. Usually it gets the first seven, the first batch, and then because there are too many. So uh, probably they don't count the others when they are retrieved later on or when they are pronounced dead uh, after, for example, three or four or five or, or five or five, five. This is systematic genocide. 
the definition, the dictionary definition, uh, hundreds of genocide experts say the Israeli language, genocidal language, the Israeli practices, killing, can you imagine this? Three, three, uh, 3,000 kids, sleeping kids, mm. killed in, uh, in two weeks. We speak about like 200 kids, about 200 kids every day for 15, for 16 days. This is insane. What's happening to Palestine is unprecedented. We only thought that this happened in the 40s. It happened in the 30s. But it's happening now. It's sponsored. It's paid for by uh, Western tax money, supported by Western regimes. And Israel has, and probably I tweeted something like this, Israel is acting like, you know, a little baby with an endless supply of candy. But the baby is a brutal genocidal uh, 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 war criminal. And the endless supply is of missiles. Like sometimes there is a small house nearby can, you know, can be brought down by hammers. I was saying, you know, a couple of guys, five guys, a dozen of guys can bring this. But Israel keeps bombing it and bombing it and bombing it all night long, like 20, 15, you know, 30 bombs in the same area sometimes. What the hell is Israel doing? Israel is terrorizing people i was my wife was telling me about the, the little kids today how they were you know naughty you know after 15 day 14 days 10 days you know you kind of get used to the bombs it's it's mm. harsh but it happens and then the kids start telling you stories and being naughty being you know little devilish uh, uh naughty they are and we we enjoyed this couple of days listening to the, the kids making up stories you know and exaggerating and dramatizing but after the bombing, the kids were silent. And the kids would sleep and hide their faces because they have literally came out of the ashes. They have literally ran out for their lives because this was the instruction we gave them. My wife, we, 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 and that's, again, I was asked, I think, by the uh, Channel 4, what, what, how do you do this? How do you communicate with this with the kids? I say, try it with your kid. Try to tell your kid if a bombing takes place, if our house is bombed, just run, don't look back. We can't take care of ourselves. Tell your kid that we need uh, to drink less. We need to eat less because we don't have food anymore. We have food for today, for lunch, but we don't know what's, what's going to be for, for, for dinner. That's the most horrible, the cruelest experience a man can have. And I said this, I don't wish this on my worst enemy. And 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 again, as a, I know, I know you as a as a father, it, it can't be easy, you know, to try and know that you know you've when we've spoken in the past, you've always referred to yourself as someone who was lucky to have a, a good income and uh, unable to provide, and now all of that's been taken away by this bombardment and this thing. Your profession's been taken away. Your ability to to provide has been taken away. Even the university where you t where you teach has been taken away. Um you know the level of loss beyond and I, I, it goes it goes to all aspects of life within gaza and indeed the west bank let's not lose focus on what's happened in the west bank over the yeah. last uh, yeah. couple of weeks as well because the line from israel currently as you know is that they're fighting hamas and indeed much of the Western media is now using the when they start their headlines they start with the update on the israel hamas war 
it cannot be Israel versus Hamas war because that would that would infer that this is a war of equals. War by definition is between two countries that are that are warring. Hamas are are a group within within Gaza. If that was true. Why are they killing people in the West yeah. Bank where Hamas does not exist? Doc, doc, I put it to you. What do you, when you see these reports, and you're a well-read man, you must under, you understand how this works. Tell me what it what it message it sends to you and to the people in Gaza when you when you read the, the framing and the narratives like this. I uh, I think Israel is taking Westerners for fools, and that's what's infuriating. Uh, I I keep saying this, Israel is building its existence on two things, massacres, displacement, and ethnic cleansing against the natives, but also lies, piles and piles of lies and fab- fabrications. The, 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 to us Palestinians, the propaganda, the lies, the tweets, they are funny, they are ridiculous. If it's not tragic, we would be laughing because they are easily proven wrong. But this is something that the West is buying. Like if we talk about this thing, the whole context, the larger context, Hamas only existed 30 years ago and was probably effective, you know, 25 years ago or so. But Israel, before that, for decades, displaced and killed and, and massacred. Even Hamas missiles are probably 20 years old and they just cause little damage. So what did you do before Hamas killing, massacres and displacement and and uh, settlements. In the West Bank, in the, at least in the past 15 years, Hamas is virtually non-existent. Very weak, very and all Palestinian resistance factions. But why is, why is Israel destroying and displacing? Because Israel's existence is based on, you know, replacing the, 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 the natives. The, the, the uh, settlements have expanded beyond imagination in the West Bank. The West Bank people keep talking about, you know, a two-state solution. It's practical. Israel made the two-state solution possible to apply. Why? Because what Israel does. But again, it keeps, you know, shouting Hamas, Hamas, Hamas. This is not about Hamas. It is about the Israel is killing Palestinians in Gaza, the West Bank. If Israel is Palestinian when they use violent Resistance, non-violent resistance, even boycotts. People who call for boycotts were described as ISIS by Benjamin himself. Well, we, well, we, it's I evident know, I, that, yeah. I don't know if you saw yesterday the Israeli president showing a laminated <laughs> A4 page with um, Al Qaeda notes saying that they found these on the bodies of Hamas terrorists. It was. Um, published by newspapers it was put on sky news as as an exclusive and you know i mean the idea that they'd be going around with the ways to make chemical weapons that they didn't have the means to do with with big al-qaeda signs on them uh is just beyond uh, the credibility at all but but also it is extremely dangerous a couple of analysts highlighted the fact that, that that this is ridiculous, but it's easily swallowed by Western media. It's, it's dangerous because Israel could be planning to use chemicals, dangerous, uh, uh, poisonous gases against Palestinians in Gaza. And then everybody's going to say, oh yeah, this must be what Hamas was planning to use against, against Israel. So it's ridiculous. Anyone 
somebody pointed out that the the, the guy uh, talking, the the journalist to talk interviewing Israel, the Israeli president, the racist, bigot Israeli president, who by the way on record was condemning Jews for marrying non non Jews. This mm-hmm. racist, the, the the journalist was embarrassed. There was secondhand embarrassment when you list look at the 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 journalist. But again, Western media is supposed to believe well, that there was Israel. there was an incre- incredible moment where Sky actually. For foregrounded the interview by saying all of these claims have been made X, Y, and Z, and then they said just before they started, and Sky News has been unable to verify them and still published it. You know, yeah, still because, so because so it's it's a simple search on Google. They found this, and it's it, they found that this was an autobiography of somebody. Yeah, that, it was that, it it was it was an ebook exactly. And, and Hamas is enemy of Al-Qaeda. Hamas is an enemy of ISIS. ISIS uh, declared Hamas an enemy. But this is the lie that they're selling to the West, that the, the, the dangerous narrative uh, of, of, of demonizing and dehumanizing Palestinians, saying that Palestinians do not have their own agency. Those people belong to, are being controlled by people from outside Palestine, like Iran or, or ISIS. This is dehumanizing. Because it means Palestinians cannot decide for themselves, cannot resist for themselves, cannot fight back. Two little, two well, maybe three questions before we before we finish. One is kind of a personal one for you, uh, Doc. Is that is that I, I referenced your university? I, I also saw in the last since this started now, eighteen journalists have been killed. Um, eighteen journalists reporting within Gaza have been killed by Israeli bombardments of Gaza. I'm going to ask you, of those 18, did you know many of them? Because the names are familiar to me and the names are familiar yeah, to the people yeah. who I've I, known. I, I know probably three, two or three of them, but like my closest one is uh, uh, Rushdi Saraj. Mm-hmm. He, he's a friend. I worked with him. I translated some of the, his uh, videos. He's an amazing, he has an amazing company, uh, 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 Ayn Media. Uh, I worked with him, and he's a friend. I taught him. Oh, I just remembered. Oh, Tony, I just remembered. I taught him English when he was a little kid. I gave him a course, probably two thousand and one. Oh my God! Oh man! Oh, it's heartbreaking. His father is a close friend. He was my dean. He was my employer at one particular time, and it's really heartbreaking. Just, just remember that I taught. I taught him this, and he was so. So so disciplined and so committed, and it turned into this very you know renowned movie maker, photojournalist exposing Israeli crimes, and that's I I, I tweeted something, quoted a picture that he uh, took his company aerial view of the massive destruction mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, of of Gaza, and I said this one reason Israel wants to silence the truth once to be blind not to that's why there's no electricity there's barely any internet and, and i was saying somebody that uh, we can't there are many videos we can't upload because no internet connection and uh, so yeah it's it, it, journalists a couple of days israel wants those people dead once they die Rifa, I'm sorry. Now I didn't mean to bring up those memories, but I just I know that other people who we know in common all know of 
you know it's it, it it there's 2.3 million people yet you know it's still a, it's still a very small area and people have encountered one another in these areas so so thank you for sharing those little those little memories with me a couple of very quick things if you don't mind um the idea now of the ground invasion uh, do you f- still feel that this is going to be something that's going to happen or is the rumor that we've been hearing and maybe you've been hearing as well that Israel would like the UN to somehow eventually take over after they've bombed Gaza into into rubble? Mm, I, th- I think the, the UN already betrayed us. Uh, they ran like cowards when Israel said Palestinians in Gaza city should leave. They left, they abandoned tens of thousands in their schools without any aid, any fund, any support to, to fend for themselves. So it, that would be horrible, whatever happened. Allow a, a ground invasion is going to kill Palestinians in the tens of thousands. It's going to be, in addition to that, massive destruction that nears uh, 50,000 K. And the, the, the many killed uh, probably uh, at least 6,000 and more than 14,000 injured. Israel is on a spree to kill. And that's it. That's the only thing. And again, Israeli officials say we are after and destruction. We're not after precision. We don't aim to kill. There was a report, I think this uh, just now, that Israel managed to kill so far 13 Hamas officials. Can you imagine this? You kill 5,000, 6,000, 7,000 people to hit to, to, to 13 officials from the political uh, uh, arm of, of Hamas. So hopefully, I pray it does not escalate. We have seen everything, most of the things we have seen. But we pray that it's not going to, to be a land. Uh, no, it's not total, not partial. Yeah, I, 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 I share your, I share your, your hope that it doesn't become that invasion. Um, very, very last thing, and again, it comes back to your own personal situation right now. Um, I've been in touch with you over the last number of days. You've had to move a few times. I'm sure whatever, wherever you are, you're finding it quite cramped now. How is the situation in regards to water, electricity, and we've already co- talked of food, but just in terms of water and electricity currently. Uh, I'm in a place we can turn on a generator and we have batteries. And, uh, this is basically something that applies to many home, many people. If you stay in your place, you can afford a little bit, probably an hour, two hours of electricity, where you can sh- charge your laptop, your computer, your you know router, and then you can at least be on time. But mm. just now, we ran out of, of running water and we have very little, two bottles of, uh, of drinking. Water. Hopefully, the generator will be back on, and we can pump some, at least some water to take showers. I haven't taken a shower since the bombing, and I was out. You know, the nine eleven scenes of people getting out of the dust, all dusty, all things. This was us. Yeah. We ran out, out of them, and so far I didn't have a chance to have uh, to have a shower. Look, um, look, Dr. Rifal, I won't take up any more of your time. I do want to say 
that you know uh, in sense of solidarity from Ireland the messages this weekend were really clear one, one of the biggest marches I've seen in, in since the global financial crisis indeed took place in Dublin in solidarity to lift the siege and end the blockade because as we know even after the bombs start the blockade needs to be lifted as well. There needs to be an actual, um, and it needs to be much more than just an end of uh, an end of violence. It needs to be dignity and integrity and the right. ability to, for 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 people to have self determination. Um, thank you again for taking the time. I hope you and the family are doing as well as as can be possibly do under these awful circumstances and um i know our listeners uh, really appreciate you you continuing to talk to us from on the ground in gaza uh, uh mind mind yourselves as best you can i know people don't like that when they when we say it but nonetheless we have to keep we have to keep saying it try 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 and stay safe as safe as uh, you possibly uh, can one one of my friends sent me a message on whatsapp saying if you get killed i will kill you and, you know <laughs> i said i said i'll do my best I'll yeah, well, that, well, uh, if nothing else, we will maintain our yeah. dark sense of humor it's, till the yeah, end. Exactly. <laughs> the there is a lot of similarities between us, uh, you know, Palestinians and Irish. Hopefully we can meet uh, face yeah. to face after this is all done. And probably it's going to be uh, hopefully soon. Please God for that now. Thanks so much. Uh, Thanks so much, Rifa. Uh, Listen, folks, we will leave it there. We will continue to bring you the coverage as best we can. We'll talk to you all very, very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Tony and Martin, Martin and Tony, speaking to interesting people only. It's the Echo Chamber podcast. Subscribe now on Patreon.